Welcome, friends, to an all-new episode of Heartfelt Consciousness with yours truly, Laura Bender. So this week, I speak with my longtime friend, yogi, and studio owner, Evan Scharfeld, about how yoga has taught him to love and accept himself and his unique path through his life. So I hope you enjoy the episode, and I'll talk to you guys on the other side. All right. So good afternoon, Evan. How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. I can't complain. Um, we're starting a new month. So, and it's hopefully moving to some um, brighter and warmer opportunities, hopefully in uh, the next coming weeks, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was actually just thinking about this because um, right before we, we got on the call, um, this is probably the time of the year about four years ago that we were probably preparing for our teaching, um, our, as part of our teacher training, doing that final, um, I guess assignment yeah. <laughs> that was, assi- I, I was thinking back then, I'm like, this is probably about that time of the year that we were just practicing and getting that all set up. Yeah. Uh, and it's hard to believe that that's already been almost four years ago. Yeah, a lot of it seems like it's, it's just time has flown by. Um, But anyway, to kind of introduce you to the audience, um, Evan and I actually both were in the same teacher training almost four years ago. And uh, we're both just like in these completely different paths, but we've remained in contact obviously over the last couple of years. So thankful for that. You have another friend. Um, so, but would you mind actually telling the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you actually came to yoga to begin with? Yeah, sure. Uh, so first of all, thank you for having me and it is nice to stay in touch for sure. Yeah. Um, so when, let's see, I was working for a, a corporate software company, um, and they had a really nice wellness program. And within that wellness program, um, part of that was yoga and they offered on-site yoga and I was working at their headquarters. And um, prior to that, I was meditating on my own. I started exploring meditation first and I had a good friend um, who kept like, you know, kind of nudging me like, come on, try yoga, try yoga. It's, it's like, I mean, if you like meditation, you'll really enjoy yoga, right? Mm. And um, it took a lot of those nudges for me to finally like do it. And it wasn't for any reason. I wasn't opposed to it. I just like didn't have the time or, or energy. And yeah. finally, I um, I decided to go. And in that very first class, I was I was hooked. Um, I met um, a good friend of mine now who is also a teacher at the studio I run and is also on my nonprofit board. And um, she um, just from the get go um, helped me get in touch with, with myself through this practice. I mean, from that very first class. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, I was just hooked. So started taking more classes there and then I started exploring all this stuff on YouTube and I was like, you know, any chance I had in between my job and 
my kids and all that. I was like on YouTube and taking, taking more classes. And then, then I was exploring other like actual yoga studios around town and it kind of just exploded from there. Well, yeah, it seems like Lakewood has a lot, or at least they had a lot at one point too. There seemed to be um, quite, well, there's a plethora of them now everywhere, but um, yeah, it seemed like that area town was very um, happening, I guess (laughs) would be the way to put that. You know, there was a lot of different, a couple different studio spaces that were all, and they all kind of had different, um, just different things about them too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's kind of crazy too that you, so you started with meditation. Interesting. Yeah, I think I found meditation more within, obviously I I was kind of opposite, you know, I I found that physical practice first, which a lot of people tend to to come across and, um, but then it develops into something completely different, you know, fast forwarding to four years now. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of crazy. Um, so, you know, like I was kind of saying in this introduction that we actually met during our teacher training back in 2017, which is like a zillion years ago. (laughs) Uh, It feels like a zillion years ago. Um, so you actually were part during that time. I, if I remember correctly, you were already kind of in this process of, uh, putting together like an organization of some of kinds to kind of provide, uh, yoga to the underprivileged and just to the community in general. Um, so would you actually mind talking about, uh, your vision with cultivate yoga to start off with? Yeah, for sure. So I remember the day clearly when, um, not the exact idea, but the spark of me having to do something, uh, arose and that was in our YTT in our training. And we had, one of the owners of the studio that we took our YTT through, she she came in and gave um, a talk about the business side of yoga, right? Mm-hmm. And um, within that, um, she was discussing pricing and how they just decided to up their price um, for drop-ins. And that spark in me, that moment was like, I mean, I... Me personally, like I had, I had a nine to five and I had a, uh, a well-paying job. I felt like, and I could barely afford that. <laughs> yeah. like, so I was like this practice that has been so special to me. Like, um, I feel like that financial barrier holds so many people back from experiencing yeah. that and getting exposure to those tools. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately it's so important to me to make these tools available to anybody so that they can empower themselves um, to make the changes, like the healthy changes they feel like they need to in this world. And then that in turn helps all of us out. Like if we're each individually doing our work, then we can all rise up together and evolve together. Um, So that was like, that was the spark And then, you know, I had a lot of like discussions and like back and forth with people after that. And um, there was a lot of uh, analysis paralysis. Have you heard that? No. When uh, analysis, so when you, when you or a group of people are thinking about something so much, too much, overthinking it, that it just doesn't actually happen. Ah. I was, I was going to partner with people on it. And then all of a sudden one day I just woke up and 
I was like, today's the day I'm just going to get the ball rolling. And I didn't have like a grand vision or like, it wasn't like, I'm going to do A, B, C, and D. It was like, all right, let's just start at A, take that first step. Like MLK says, like, you don't have to see the whole staircase, just the first step. Yeah. Take that step. And then from there, it's just been one big, long experiment. And I've like, (laughs) so much, but like, and I knew, I knew like my underlying goal and mission and that's what's driven me the whole time, but how to get there. I didn't know the path, you know, to get there. And it's been like, it's been fun, you know? Well, I guess if, you know, if we were, if we know what the path's going to, what the outcome's going to be, it's just, it's never, it's never as fun. You know, you yeah, want to have, you want to have almost, you want to have those surprises or maybe um, just things that you learn those, you're going to learn lessons along the way. It's going to, it's what's going to make the whole growth process just so much more fulfilling, I think. Yeah. I love that for sure. Yeah. So it kind of started off where you had this organization and you were just kind of offering um, within Cleveland, Ohio, um, offering some um, classes. And I think you were kind of working on a teacher training and things like that, um, just to different areas of the community. Um, but then it kind of developed into um, where you ended up buying the studio we actually took our training at. Yeah. Um, and I don't know when that exactly that transition happened, but it, you you were going to work on opening that up uh, right at the beginning of 2020, which who would have known um, <laughs> <laughs> what happened, what transpired there. Yeah. Um, you know, you called it, it basically named it after this is the Cultivate Yoga space now that you have where you teach, where you practice, you know, sometimes if you're there, I guess. Um so, you know, you became, became that space at that point, you know, that was your home, your home base for the organization and for the, I guess, what you've been kind of cultivating over the past couple of years. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when you leave that space, how do you, how do you practice what you teach your own students? Like, how are you taking yoga off the mat at that point? It's a great question. Um, my biggest goal with this whole thing is self-empowerment and to um help people get away from the idea of um being the victim Mm -hmm. and recognizing that for the most part things don't happen to you things just happen and it's up to you to take in that information and choose your path forward from that point And, um, acceptance is a huge thing. I think if you're in a, uh, if you're in a yoga pose, if you're in chair pose and your legs are feeling weak, um, you can either accept it and breathe through it and try to stick with it, or you can pull yourself out. You can accept it and pull yourself out of it. Like you have a choice, like once you accept something, as to what your next steps are and what's best for you. Um, and that's true off the mat too. Like with things such as taking over the studio, which was March of 2020. And then we were forced by the Ohio governor to shut our doors two weeks later. Um, I could have easily played the victim and said, woe is me, uh, timing sucks. Um, I shouldn't have done this. Let's close up shop. Or I could just 
say, all right, what are we going to do to keep trying to get yoga to people and try to live our mission? And um, I think it's the biggest thing I, I hope that students get from the nonprofit and from the studio is that they they know in their hearts to get get in touch with their hearts and to listen to that their heart mind and to to really like choose their best path forward and then nobody else is going to know that like our yoga teachers aren't going to tell you what you should be thinking or feeling they're going to help you get in touch with those tools that can that can help you find that for yourself yeah Um, yeah Absolutely. And I, and I actually really admire too, because you're actually, your studio, you know, initially when it opened last year was just going to be, you know, if I correct me, if I'm wrong, you just had like, you know, the same kind of, you just kind of carried the memberships over and you had initially just kind of started off with just a general, you know, pay you know, people pay X amount of dollars for classes and so on and so forth. Um, but then this year, you actually transitioned it then to even a donation-based yep. uh, studio too. That's, yeah, that's incredible. That's really, again, kind of bringing in that whole aspect of having it available to and accessible to so many people. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So it was, um, it feels really awesome, first of all, to make that switch. This was actually like in my like three to five year plan, mm-hmm. but the pandemic sped it up in a good way. Um, so essentially the, the initial idea with the studio was to have that as its separate entity from the nonprofit, but have any, have a portion of the profit from the studio go back into the nonprofit mm-hmm. to support our operations there. So like going into schools, going into community centers, that sort of thing. Um, the pandemic shut all that down. It shut down our revenue. So we had no money coming in or very little money coming in. Um, it shut down our opportunities to be able to go into other places and provide yoga through the nonprofit. So we tried for, you know, all of 2020. Um, we tried virtual. We tried doing cool things that would implement parts of the nonprofit, like offering free memberships to healthcare workers and first mm-hmm. responders things like that, which did really well. Um, But ultimately those were just like baby steps to where I wanted to go anyways. Yeah. So in 2021, January 1st, um, we decided to go and I'm calling it gift-based yoga and I'll I'll get into why that is. Oh, okay. um, um, We went gift-based on the first of this year and it's been amazing. Like uh, the support from the community has been amazing. financially we're actually doing better than we would have been otherwise mm-hmm. or have been doing at least um we're, we're receiving like gifts back from people in other really cool ways like people offering to um you know do podcasts or yeah <laughs> or like uh help clean the studio or build us a fence for our outdoor space and things like that so so the idea behind gift-based is um, there's, um, in a lot of indigenous tribes, um, there's uh, gift culture, which is um, you have this skill set that you can offer to the community and uh, you, you gift that to your community in order to make your community a better place. Um, there's, on the flip side of that, 
as somebody who receives that gift, you recognize it as a gift that somebody's given. So you intentionally receive it. And then there's a responsibility in receiving it to take that gift and then evolve it and reciprocate it in some other way to some other entity. So it could be back to the, the person who gave you the gift to begin with. It could be to somebody completely different and it doesn't have to look like anything except other than what you want it to look like. So, yeah. So it's like a really cool energy exchange of some kind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think of it like uh, a ball of Play-Doh, right? Like I, so we have this ball of Play-Doh and at Cultivate where we're morphing it into these like yoga classes that we're handing out to people, right? As gifts. And then people are receiving them and then they take their ball of Play-Doh and they, maybe they turn it into like, you know, a financial donation that they give back. And that's awesome. I mean, we do need that. So Mm -hmm. we're really grateful when that happens. Or, I mean, it could be anything like, okay, um, I feel like, I feel so good because I get gifted this yoga. I'm going to go volunteer at a food bank for a couple hours this afternoon or something, you know, like be reciprocated towards us. It's just like this idea that there is a responsibility within receiving this gift and recognizing that it's your job now to send it back out into the world. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. That, That's yeah. That's really beautiful. Um, So the last question to kind of wrap everything up and I asked, I've been asking this with every guest just because everyone, surprisingly a lot of people have similar responses, but at the same time, um, the responses kind of have this interesting kind of, uh, I guess, exchange of some kind. So what was your most valuable lesson that you learned during the pandemic of 2020, the portion of at least 2020, because that was, you know, that was like a big, that was the big thing. Like you literally just opened your studio and then like, you know, like you're saying two weeks later, we had to shut it down, shut everything down. And we're all of us, I think many of us, I shouldn't say all of us, many of us and myself, and it could be one of those people yeah. was just really just lost. Like, what do you do here? So how, yeah. how did you kind of navigate through that? Uh, my biggest lesson by far was to realize that I am exactly where I am. I don't want to say exactly where I'm supposed to be because I I don't actually I don't actually believe in that statement. Um, I am exactly where I am at any given moment, and supposed to be I think um, implies there's maybe another force putting me somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that, but what I do what I do think is that I am exactly where I am and. There's no point in me getting upset about where I am. <laughs> it's mindfulness. It's I'm not mindfulness. saying I don't. Like, I, you know, like, um, it's a practice for sure. But, like, yeah. once you realize, okay, I, I own the studio now. This global pandemic is happening. Something that hasn't happened in almost anybody's <laughs> lifetime who's yeah. alive. Um, again, I could sit back and be sad about it, or I can like just recognize, okay, this is where I am. Think of it like an opportunity 
think of it like a gift. Like, okay, this is, mm-hmm. I was gifted a chance to completely change the way I thought I was going to do this thing. So let's get creative and do something different and, and have fun. Um, and again, it's like, it's a practice and it's filled with challenges for sure. But I think if, if I find myself too attached to how I think things should be or could be, um, that's when I start to like notice myself getting stressed out and worried mm-hmm. about things. And, um, yeah, yeah. Cause I think we're taking ourselves out of the present at that point. It's, yeah, it's, it's getting, yeah, we're getting too far ahead with things and it's, yeah, we're losing that connective with right now. And yeah, I agree too with that. hundred percent. Far behind. I mean, there's, I think there's value in assessing the past because you can, mm-hmm. you can learn from that. But mm-hmm. if you, if you get attached to the idea of this should have been this way. That's when it gets a little, mm-hmm. a little not healthy, I think. You yeah. Know? Agree. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> 110% there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, awesome. So I really appreciate you giving me your time this afternoon, uh, Evan, and um, yeah, your information and your, everything that you've brought to um, this community that we have here has been just amazing. And I, I'm glad that you're holding the torch nice and high. And, um, but yeah, thank you so much for sharing your time and energy today. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate you. All right. Well, have a great rest of your day and I'll um, talk to you again soon. All right. Sounds good. All right. Take care. Bye. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Evan and I. So as always, don't forget to share, review, and subscribe. Be well, my friends. Thank you.